Welcome to Sheffield Podcast. It is October 2021. Hello, I'm James. Uh, we are at one of the newest additions to the Sheffield beer scene. We're at The Bear on Abbeydale Road. We're going to say hello to uh, to the crew, but we're also going to do a sweepstake because this, this, I think, is the second time that we've done a lock-in episode where we are recording in a venue that's not open, but the windows are, uh, are, are very much uncovered, so people may try and get in while we record. So um, also numbers on how many people will try to get in while we record this episode. Let's say hi to Laura, first of all. Hello. Hi. So... I think, so Sheffield United are at home this evening and we're quite close to Bramall Lane, which means more people will be passing. However, we are very visibly taking up all of the tables. So... But, can oh. I just counter that? But this is also like it's a bottle yeah. and shop, isn't yeah, it? So you wouldn't necessarily yeah. think, oh, there's no seats. And there's plenty of space. You might well be coming in to buy mm. something to maybe drink on the way to the match. That's something that I'm I do, not gonna to Bramall say Lane. I'm going to say... Three. Laura's going three. I'm going to have to make notes of these, aren't I? Right, we're going to go to Sean next. Hey, up. Evening, everybody. Um, in what context are we counting the, the three? Do they have to touch the handle or knock on the window? I think, I think gest- gesture to get in. Gesture to get gesture. in. Gesture. Gesture. <laughs> 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 to do a show I'm going to go with no, no gestures tonight. <laughs> Um, Motion towards the door. Well, I, I'm going to say one, right. but that's only because fat lad Billy Sharp likes a pint before he, he, he plays, and so I, I think Billy will be will be knocking knocking on the door shortly for a quick steady rolling man before he gets down bag of chips on way to the ground, and then put his number nine shirt on. Greasy chip butty, come on. Oh well, I'm I'm going to dive in next. One and Poor lad. I'm going to go none. None. Yeah, I'm going to be brave and say no one. And this could be this could be proven wrong within <laughs> seconds. Is there someone lingering? So I'm going none. Adam, you back? I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Um, weather has took a turn in the, since we got here. There is drizzle. Um, do you know what? I forgot that Sheffield United were back in Championship. I thought they were still a big deal, but they're not a big deal. <laughs> so there's probably not as many coming now. Oh, I'm just going to say it's Tuesday night. One. Adam's going one. You said none, didn't you? As well. No, I, I said one. One, right. one person, no jesters. All right, okay. Say it. I mean, it's like, this is not an exact science. It doesn't matter, does it? You don't win anything. We've got it on week after. So, what can't I say? what's going on here? Billy Sharp, can you name yours? My what? customer that's going to turn up. Um... Um... Flo, what's his name? Put it down to That's the one. Torian So you're going one as well? Yeah. So you're sharing. Yeah, we'll share that. Share that existence. Share the prize with him. If you, uh, if you get it right. And we have a guest joining us um, this month. Matt, who is the uh, who's proprietor of this fine establishment. I'll take that title. Yeah, that's fine. Yep, cool. Um, so Matt uh, runs the Bear, uh, which is Beer Emporium Abbeydale Road, is is what that stands for. So it's not just a random like my pub is the Bear. It does yeah, has it has <laughs> it has logic to it. Just hold your microphone a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> now, what is this? I remember coming here before it was your bar, and I think it was like a little cafe or something. Yeah, it was a rude chipyard. That was um, it. Yeah, it's uh, it was a bit of a cafe, bookshop. Yeah. Oh, I got excited yes, then because we nearly had some it? people yeah, touching the door. It was really close. Uh, cafe, bookshop and gallery all rolled into one. But yes. also did a good breakfast apparently, but never tried it out myself. I just thought it was a scruffy shop when I drove really? past it. Yeah, I, I didn't oh, know it was a cafe shop. at all. I've got a feeling they put like... Like a dive sort of... Dive sort of I think they put music on sometimes it? as well, I've got a feeling. Did like they? little, yeah. like, little. Didn't know it were a cafe. I've never been in, but... Yeah, I think you used to do evening stuff. Yeah. I vaguely remember... Did like, they leave you anything, Matt, when you um, were... Um, the there was some <laughs> random sins of paint in the cellar, but other than that, it was absolutely... With the yellow. Yeah, it was nice. No, it wasn't yellow. Probably <laughs> gutted. Um, um, how many, many, how many people do you think are going to try and get into your shop while we record? Matt should get this exactly, shouldn't he? Oh. Well, I should, but also I've actually put it on social media that I'm not open tonight. However, Ooh. I'm going to go. Oh, no, again, that was exciting. He's he looked. He was rubbernecking. You, uh, 
as, as a listener, you will hear this noise quite a lot. <laughs> <as we> go, <laughs> Ooh, it's sort of like Billy's just about to score. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, oh, well, I would have said zero, but it's been taken, so I'm going to go, what was the highest three you went through, didn't you, Laura? Yeah. I'll have to go high, I'll have to go four and have some ambition. I'm a dog, four, I would say. There's two on a dog there. You two can do a dog. four on a dog. Does, does, it, count, does it count as one instance or a number of people? Oh, well, I didn't clarify that, so that's open for discussion. I think... I think instances. So if you're, so if you're four people, that's one. What about the people who turned up earlier who owed me three pound? I mean, you didn't yeah, know about this, but they them. have been. Have you counted hurt. them in your four? The no. rules were clear. Oh, it's, it's during the course of the recording. <laughs> <laughs> we will be taking a, a break, actually, halfway through the episode. Should so the, should we, the and should we count that as well? I think we should still count that, because yeah. that's still within yeah. the, the, um, the episode. So we should probably explain what we're actually going to do this month. So it is, um, obviously it's October, that is the month of Halloween and ghosts and ghoulies. So um, we are doing our own take on trick or treat. And um, this is good news for all of us apart from Sean, basically. Because Sean is the one who knows all our beer choices like the back of his hand. Because, you know, he's selling us all beer day in, day out. So you know everything about our beer choices. So we will all get the option of whether to go with the trick or treat option from Sean. So depending on what we pick, if you go with treat, that just means it, Sean's got to pick a beer so that look he knows that we'll like. Yeah, something that you know is really safe, that's absolutely bang on the money yeah. for, for something that we would love. Yeah. Any of us that are feeling brave and go with the trick option, that's going to be something outside of our comfort zone. Something that's a bit challenging, maybe something that's a style that we wouldn't normally go for, or something that you think maybe I've sounds a little seen, bit unusual. I've seen it. For, for everybody, yeah. But it, I mean, it depends on whether or not. I'm not going to mention what Sean's point is. It, depe- it depends whether anyone's uh, feeling brave, doesn't it? Everyone might play it safe and go with um, and go with the treat option. So we'll see. So we'll um, we'll do that in a moment. But how? So how is it? So Adam, you weren't here. Last no. Month. How's your um, late summer, early autumn going? Busy, yeah. It's been it's been a mad month, hasn't it? Where have it? you been just before here? Uh, me- medieval, medieval mayhem. Medieval mayhem. Yeah. So my taxi was from medieval mayhem to the bear. It's brilliant, just, isn't it? Yeah. And were, were you? Do you work there? Now, no, or? kids party. Kids party. Poison. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, my yeah, extended the family. So that's going all right. Yeah. So you've, you've changed job and extended the family since we last did a podcast episode. Yeah, I'm still jobless technically, but uh, yeah, I'm right. between jobs. Yeah. So between jobs is not jobless that's fine I ain't signed the contract yet technically at weekends oh did you see his look there nobody saw that on the podcast (laughs) but he he said I've not signed the contract yet as if he was uh, Ronaldo teasing Man United with his signature I've questioned something in the contract oh have you (laughs) (laughs) should we talk about it publicly on the podcast did you mention Opcast in your uh, interview Uh, no I didn't actually Ah. Um, you're not proud of it it's not in your CV um, no, I'm because I'm proud. Of it. I, I, had, I did have to trim. I did have to trim my CV. Erm was not conducive yeah. to no, your answer. No, it wasn't that. It was like because I've had the same job 14 years, and then you have to kind of relook at your CV, and you're like, God, this is hard work. And you're trying to kind of, right, what have I done? Hang on a minute. I think last time, last time I did one of these things, it was like there was nothing on it, pretty much. So. I need to add on working for Sean, don't I? Cause I done a oh, you do? Shift. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, we mentioned well, yeah. that. I've a couple of shifts for Sean. Yeah. I was talking I know about. How to get into, I, know, I know what keys get into. You can say manager if you like. I'll back that up. Manager? <laughs> you mean when you went for <laughs> the <laughs> toilet? Oh, manager by default. Yeah. Um, I was talking about the pod last night, actually. I was uh, out for a run with my running club and was asked if I was going to a session tonight that I usually go to on a Tuesday. I was explaining I was busy because I was recording this and. Uh, Colin, who I run with, uh, said that we should have the uh, Let's Go to the Hub as our theme tune. Which I thought there might be copyright issues with, but I did promise that I'd sing him a line just just for Colin, so... If we we (laughs) sing our own version of it, we might get away with it. That might be like a New Year project. I mean, if you let me sing anything for a theme tune, that will be people turning off before we've even started (laughs) talking, so not sure that's the finest idea you've ever had, James, but you never know. <laughs> it's got plenty of competition for not being the finest idea I've ever, I've ever had. Um, so we've just had um, Steel City Beer and Cider Festival on tour. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Um, so normally, of course, it's held down at Kellam Island Museum. This year, 
kind of in the aftermath with everything that's been going on with um, coronavirus, they took the very sensible decision to kind of take it out on the road. So it was different events in lots of different pubs rather than people all crowded in um, one venue. I have to hold my hands up and say I didn't actually make it to anything because I was just really busy with other stuff. But Laura, you went to a couple of things. Yeah, I went along to the uh, tap takeover, Aberdale Brewery tap takeover at the Dog and Partridge, um, which was really nice. It's not a pub that I go in all that often just because it's a little bit off the beaten path. But it's such a nice pub inside. Like It's got so many lovely, cosy little rooms and all that kind of thing. So that's definitely one that I... You know, it's reminded me that that's somewhere I should uh, definitely go more good often. Laura in there, good cask line. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, I think they're a tied pub generally, but they had um, special permission to have extra casks on over the festival weekend. But it's, it's uh, you know, regardless of uh, how many, be- so they had like four kind of on a separate bar, you know, like beer, proper beer festival style, which was really nice. But um, even when they just have their usual bar line up on it was uh, all in really good nick and really well looked after so uh, yeah connor does a great job down there so yeah worth popping in if you fancy a proper boozer style pint good stuff did, did you have a surging custom map for uh for the uh, for the beer festival on tour yeah i got in early and i did my event on the thursday so uh, i had a good tap takeover and uh, meet the brew event from andy from Hills came up Cool. It was really interesting. I managed to squeeze 18 people in here. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but it was good. Uh, everybody seems to enjoy it. Um, yeah, and a great set of beers. Adam, did you make it to Oh, you got yeah. a good excuse not to. No, I did, though. I did. I, I, I popped out. I went to... I got down to Kelman Tavern. They had a siren takeover. Yeah. And it was nice to get a gluten-free cask beer of theirs on, which is nice. So I got tipped off and I went down with a friend... Uh, uh, and then went to Mill Owners, which had Abidale one on, so pretty much drink whatever in there, pretty much. So, yeah, um, I've got a feeling I've been out twice, but that's the one that sticks to mind for that for that week. I think I'm going to try and get up to the Arbor, the, the Arbor one that was up at the Crow, but um, I think I was it was up coming on to the day after, so I went on there really early in that week. So, right. yeah, it's nice to get out. <laughs> you had. Uh you had a couple of things going on as well, didn't you, Sean? You had a book signing? It was, yeah. Dave Pickersgill, who the uh, editor of uh, Sheffield Heritage Pubs, um, did a number of book signings for the uh, fourth edition that's newly published. Uh, he was at the Crow, he's up at Bradfield Brewery, and uh, nipped into the Moor Market as well. And so that's a book that's available across the city um, now, and um, well worth a read. Great, uh, A great book to sort of... Um, as uses an excuse for a pint um, to take it along with you sit in the pub buy a pint read all about its history and then move on to the next pub buy another pint I even bought a couple myself Sean did you? Yeah, didn't I? oh you did you weren't Matt. in there as usual no. though time we're <laughs> going <laughs> never in the shop when I turn up but I'm trying not to giggle as, as you talk. Nothing to do with the words that are coming out of your mouth, Sean, but just to do with your microphone technique. So I'm really every trying. Time, I'm really, every time really we record trying. an episode of this podcast at the start of it, we say to Sean, just hold your microphone in front of you. And he does this weird thing where his arm goes like past his body and he's, he, he, he holds it a bit like a rapper. Yes. And it's just that like... It's deliberate. It's astounding how he manages to... <laughs> Do it. I dread to think what you were like in nightclubs in the 80s with wondering hands like that. Do we save some homework on omnidirectional and <laughs> unidirectional um, the, the pickup big patterns? New, the big news a few moments ago is that four people walked past the bear outside and young Matt's eyes lit up. They really lit up when he thought his four was going to nail it, but they, they've carried on. We've got to bear in mind as well, we're talking about football traffic coming past, still more than an hour away from kickoff. So um, this is still kind of like the pre-match lull, isn't it? So we could have people fighting the door down, hopefully not Millwall fans, in, uh, within, the, within the next hour. I think we played just far enough out for Millwall I'd, fans. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. I, did, I, look, I did look at the map because I was like, oh, that could get uh, unpleasant. But we're uh, the other though. side Millwall of the stadium, aren't we? Because they're becoming choose town, now, Public they? transport don't get in their way. Now they literally just tear trams <laughs> up, like mul- multiple yes. years. We uh, yes, I remember being down at Hillsborough when they absolutely completely trashed a tram. Uh, right, okay, so um, it's going to be moment of truth time in a minute. So we've each got to pick trick or treat. Does everyone understand it? Do I need to explain the concept any further? Could you just clarify it again? For you? <laughs> no, I'm happy. I'm happy. Right. I'm not happy with the overall. So treat is a beer that we me. are going to love. 
yeah. trick is not necessarily a beer that will hit, but something that's just a bit more challenging or yeah. outside of our comfort yeah. zone. The opposite to I mean, what we often do. Any of us have a beer to. that we actually genuinely hit? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really happen, does yeah. it? But there's yeah. the stuff that you know we like, <laughs> and then stuff that's a bit more complicated. We'll go around in the same order as we did, so it falls to Laura to make first choice. Are you going trick or right. treat? Well, this is obvious. Can I even guess what you're going to go for? Look at her eyes. This is absolutely obvious from Laura. <laughs> I, I think no, Laura's quite that. into all this, this time well, of year. Yeah. and I am, and I think like I'm always banging on about all of the things that I love and stuff like that, and that would be really easy, Sean, so I'm feeling brave you, this week. You were a very obvious trick, Laura. So I'm, I'm going to go for I'm a trick. I'm very happy with that, yeah. Your cheeky smile is a tricky <laughs> smile, so that's good. All right. We've got to decide what we're going to do for you. Sean uh, a rattler I'm driving oh well that's <laughs> that is that a trick or a treat uh, I've seen it already right I've down seen it already right, okay, well that, that solves that right to Matt um, I'll go for a treat actually please if that's okay oh yeah. lovely Matt Play it nice safe. treat nice yeah, that's, and easy that's okay see if you can remember you know <laughs> yeah, the days what, what of me like? actually coming in your show <laughs> Well, you've very kindly let to. us in I'll buy on, you a book. I'll get you a book on what should have been your day off Matt so I think that's worthy of a treat can I have oh, a treat? Can I have nice. a, a treat, please, Sean? Oh, beggars yeah. can't be choosers at the minute, so it's like so you're, you're going treat. Yes, please. To all, it's going to have to be, isn't it? Then yes. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have two to go trick, for a trick. Two treats. Yeah. So that's what's on your on your agenda. Yeah. Straight down the middle, nice and easy. <laughs> um, we'll take a short break. We'll keep a count of how many people try and get in there's a lot of people around now people everywhere uh, we'll keep account of that and uh, through the magic of podcasting we'll be back in a few seconds with our drinks to reveal and we are back and the breaking news uh, while we uh, have been in our interlude is that we have had a knock at the door. Me and Adam are uh, looking good at minute. So one, one person one. so far. So that's me out with um, zero. Uh, and we can tell you the name of the person because you it know It was Rodney. Yeah. Rod- good old Rodney. Yeah. yeah. So Rodney tried to... He's slimmer uh, than Billy Sharp, in. actually. <laughs> Better at football or should Easily. we leave that one alone? Yeah, he, he, he can kick with his left foot as well, you see. So we're on one. So at the moment, Sean and Adam look like they're going to share the bragging rights, but we will uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, right, Sean's now picked all the beers. It's taken a bit of time. Yeah, I wanted to put a little bit of care and attention into it. Yeah, the the tricks and the treats is a good idea, James, actually. Who are you you going to first? Uh, We'll go with uh, Adam first, if you like. Um, Adam drinking a lot more gluten. In fact, exclusively gluten-free beer for the last few months now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, we've gone with a a more limited approach, of course, because it was gluten-free. And I know he's a big fan of all the Abbeydale range and everything. But we've gone with a, a triple point, Shoreham Street, very relevant to Chef United. Very close from here as well. Really the whole close. Match, the whole match tonight. Um, a nice treat for him because I know it's a beer that uh, I think he's probably had in the past before he started to focus more on gluten-free beers. And it ties in nicely with what we were talking about earlier, the um, Steel City Beer and Cider Festival not happening down at Killam Island Museum this year. But the last time it did... Um, uh, this beer was champion beer of Sheffield, and so wow. still holds the crown. Um, it was the year that me and James uh, did it. Cha- champion beer of yeah. Sheffield, young George um, um, got the award that night. I managed to present the award for it actually, because we, 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 we Beer did. Central, are the sponsors of Steel City Beer and Cider Festival, champion beer of Sheffield. You roped us into so, it as well, so, so we, had, I, we had a. We had I picked a that beer that. so I could mention Beer Central again, of course. Yeah. And uh, so he's got debut, which is a gluten-free um, IPA, five and a half ish, is it? Five and a uh, half, yeah. yeah. Uh, nice and hoppy, <coughs> and it ticks every box tonight. That yeah, <coughs> Shoreham Street, I, I think United, I, Sheffield, I champion. I think it's the first time we've actually had them as well, which is right. so strange. Um, I think they, I think they're a bit, I think they go under the radar actually. Like, drinking more of them recently, especially like lager styles. Yeah. And Alex's been. Having a background in, I think working in yeah, working at Star Prime was he? And yeah, so they're, p- they're perhaps more appreciated for their their, their tap. Um, they've got yeah. an unbelievable outdoor area, particularly, yeah. and over the summer they they've I've driven past lots of times, and they've they've really thrashed it over the yeah. The it's summer. actually worked in their favour a bit. Absol- I think absolutely, back yeah, 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 and so. Uh, 
Um, nice outfit. And uh, so, Adam, I, I hope you enjoy that. Your nice treat Thank you. for the night. Um, Adam's we'll, pouring his beer. Uh, well. And thanks to Adam. He's, he's treated everybody to these as well. So uh, um, he's got the cheapest, the cheapest one as a result. <laughs> so what I'm going to go to James. I'm driving. Um, so I've gone for a little uh, Fru German Rattler. Uh, which uh, I, I, I haven't got my glasses on. I'm guessing it's lemon because of the, uh, the colour of the can. The flavour seems very lemony and citrusy. Uh, and it's delicious, actually. And at uh, one, one fifty a can, Matt, did you... No, sorry, two fifty a can. <laughs> uh, 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 Last time we came value. in here, we bought a couple of cans of them and I don't think they even made it home because it was quite a hot Just day. Just necked them in the street. <laughs> well, funny, so I was going to say, sorry... I went to pick up some beers from Green Shop the other day, and I'd, I'd been for a big walk, and I picked out the Unbeliever Rattler and drunk that on the way home. So, you know, it was about, dinner, about dinner time, 2.8%. thought, you know what? A similar story. I, uh, we stocked the um, Kaiser Dom Pink Grapefruit Wheat, and I've had a couple of them at lunchtime with me, uh, me pork pie in, in warehouse at work. And <laughs> I, it makes me feel really cheeky. They are all, they're all called freedom. They're, 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 they're zero. They're zero. But it makes me feel slightly naughty. Talking of trick or treat. I'm slightly naughty doing that in the warehouse at lunchtime. With me pork pie. <laughs> pork pie. <laughs> pork pie, sure. So uh, next up is a trick right okay and we've gone for a trappist beer from belgium uh, west mile double and james this is your your beer okay all right so i don't think um, you're a big fan of germany as a country and visit germany many many times i don't think i've heard you mention belgium much no over uh, the 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 nice years that i've known you and I'm not sure I've seen you drink many Belgian beers. And so I thought a nice dark beer right. for what is a, 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 a squally, misty, slightly blustery autumn night. Belgian beers and uh, doubles are made for nights like okay. this. So um, there's your West Mile double. No, that's good. Yeah. I like the explanation as well. And you're right. I've never been to Belgium. I don't think I've ever been to Belgium. Um, and... No, I wouldn't say that I'm naturally attracted to Belgian beers. So, um, yeah, I think good. So good brewed choice. by monks in a monastery, nice and dark. Should get lots of dried fruits from it. It's a bit of a, a bit of a classic. It's absolutely something that I would walk past in a shop and just think that's ah, not for me. So what, what a lovely trick! I, I think that then. you've uh, picked perfectly <laughs> in terms of something that would go under my radar normally. Right, so that's Adam with his treat. That's me with my trick beer, which I'm going to pour in a second. Who are we going to next then, Sean? Um, the next beer we've gone for is uh, from Manchester. Uh, Brewery is Wonder Beyond. And the beer is uh, an 11% Imperial Black Mint Chop Chip Ice Cream IPA. And... Um, I'm going with this as a treat uh, for Matt. Um, it's 11%. He lives nearby, and so should have much less impact on him compared with the rest of us. <laughs> and um, I remember having this beer myself about 18 months ago, um, sat in our back garden on a quite a hot, warm night, and we got some chocolate chip ice cream, mint ice cream in the fridge. So I scooped uh, uh, some of that into a little bowl, poured this, took it outside at the uh, onto the bench outside, and had quite a, a luxurious half hour to myself, um, enjoying both definitely. Um, Matt's pretty varied with his with his love of beer, but um, this type of thing. Cheeky little uh, treat. That really is a treat, mate. Thank you. Uh, It's definitely one of my top two danger beers in here as well, I'd say. (laughs) Uh, That and Coral Connection are those that taste like absolutely zero alcohol, but they will get you after about 15, 20 minutes and you'll know about it. But yeah, that's amazing. Thank you very much. I feel as well like for me, that represents both a trick 
and a treat because it sounds delicious, but it also sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in that. Isn't there's there? there's green <laughs> stuff on the can, which is a bit like ghoulish. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. spooky looking. It, right? I love jellyfish. Wonder Beyond's can artwork. Yeah. Um, it's a woman called Tina who does them, and she's absolutely fab. And uh, yeah, the little characterization of everything on there, I absolutely yeah, love. Yeah, there are can actually that you have to you have to um, look nice and closely, not for words, yep. but for little characters. You see things mm. that you didn't see yeah, the yeah. first time. Yeah, definitely cheeky little things on there. The just one thing, Sean, that I just need to query you about from everything that you just said, <clears throat> which is when you talked about keeping your ice cream in the fridge. Uh, excuse <laughs> What's me. What's that all about? We we have a fridge with a freezer box at the top. We we uh, we don't have a freezer at home. Right. We're, we uh, we eat fresh fruit. Gyms. That's good. Yep. Thank you. But it means you've got to keep your ice cream in the fridge. <laughs> so yeah, it's in the top of the fridge. We don't refer to the uh, freezer box in the top of the fridge as a separate entity. Right. But it's it was the, within it, the freezer. It's the box. fridge. Okay. But it was within the freezer box. I thought this you is less worrying. <laughs> I also thought you were going to say that you'd done. Is it called Afrigato? Where you have like Afrigato. Ice, we have ice cream and then you pour coffee. Yes. In. I thought uh, for a minute you'd done that. You're going to scoop ice cream and then pour the beer. I don't it. like coffee, unfortunately, yeah, unless it's in beer. Yeah, but you, could, uh, you might work with that, yeah. though. It's the best kind of and coffee. Th- this is also a beer for everyone <laughs> else to have a good sniff of as well, I suppose. Um, which. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just sniff the beer. I love it. Ooh, yeah. For a bit Oh, it actually sm- it smells thick. You can smell, it smells more smell the gloopiness. Mint ice creamy than black IPA, I think. Yeah, it does. I'll taste it. So, last but not least, we're on to last but certainly not least um, is is Laura, who is, um, I think, internationally well known for her love of um, quirk and um, quirky beers, different things. We'll, we'll try anything, um, but I think um, over the years, Laura's drifted probably um, quite some way away from um, hoppy, hoppier beers. Um, I think you're more interested in mixed fermentation stuff and big silly stouts and all sorts of cheeky nonsense. So I want to call this beer plain, only because it's brewed by Dave at Steel City, but... I'm going to call this beer plain because it doesn't have any uh, crazy adjuncts in there. Um, but of course, it does have uh, lots of hops. And so uh, it's a, an American pale ale, 206 days later. Dave's always been known for his bitterness in his beers. It's got 106 IBUs. And so it's going to be quite a quite Great. a quite a bitter. Not uh, one that I've uh, tried either. Good so. stuff. So that's yeah. a good little trick then, isn't yeah. it? Uh, so brewed here in the Steel City um, by one of the the most miserable men on earth, of course. Uh, it's <laughs> a, a post-apocalyptic trans. Atlantic Pale. So very fitting for the uh, current climate and the it, Halloween-y it, theme. It really is. 5.5%. It's actually, quite for Dave, quite a nice, uh, nicely designed can. And you can read the words that are on it. Um, <laughs> apart from the, the main detail bit, you can't read that bit. But uh, um, he knows I'm only joking. <laughs> apart from I'm, most of it. I, I have it on good authority that he would not listen to this podcast if someone paid on him. It, so, it? so I'll offer him 10 quid next time to listen to it and see whether he, see whether he will. So Laura, <laughs> uh, uh, a Sheffield transatlantic bitter oh. um, pale yeah, ale. So that, that, there's, there's a, that's probably one of the least likely what you would have picked up from the fridge potentially in terms of... Out of all of those and styles, or I think so. Yeah. Um, not, but yeah. I said I think I'm gonna Good enjoy stuff. it. I'm glad. Does it's anybody know how you, how you measure IBUs? Just want to just have a drink and go. International bittering units. Laurel, Laurel. Well, uh, we turn to our brewery expert. <laughs> it <just> seems like <laughs> a really weird bitterness. Seems kind of like slightly like so arbitrary, can, a bit like calculate them from the um, alpha acids that are in the right. hops, I believe, which are determined by the. Uh, hop harvesters and merchants and uh, you're, you're told that when you get the obviously it's a variable product mm. but you're told what that number is um, yeah. and how much bitterness it'll give that's probably absolute bullshit and somebody's probably I did read one of the, like, <laughs> put me on the spot I did read there's a level knowledge. where like humans can't <laughs> 
Well, they can't, they um, can't taste any bitter. So Nasty bitter. I don't think I have a very Once good perception did. of bitterness. I, I understand. Um, Mikela once did a 1,000 IBU uh, beer. And back in the days, um, we stopped it. Um, we don't have any left on our shelves to remove, so um, uh, we're, we're safe on that. But apparently, Adam, you're right. Apparently, um, um, above a certain level, which I don't know, um, the human palate can't discern between, it's say, 100. 800 IBUs, IBUs and 1,000. <coughs> it gets to a point where there's a, a benchmark that we can't... Uh, I think it's about 100. Th- it's that. somewhere like it's not. Yeah. So Our recent, the Neepsend uh, club we did, I, some of that was 100. Uh, right. And uh, D- Dave, I remember, asked, he asked me what the IBU was when we, when we were promoting it. And I said 100. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain he said uh, not 106 uh, then. Um, but I, I, I like um, bitter beers. I like high um, IBUs on beers. So it's something I do look for. But not many breweries put them on. It's a good indicator of what you get, isn't it? It really Regardless is. Regardless of you can test it. Yeah. I think you have to do quite hard maths to work it out. Do you? <laughs> Did you just have a quick look? Because uh, I think it depends d- on which, when you add the hops Dave and all works of that in numbers, kind of thing. Yeah, so he'll build yeah. to, to do it. Uh, it. It probably realises it can't be checked now anyway and just stick <laughs> anything on the can. I reckon it's tasty, but... Hmm, I reckon you were yeah. probably right in your first guess. <laughs> Adam, just guess it. It's like you can't prove it. One anyway, way. at the end of all that, love Pretty you, Dave. Taste love taste. you, pal. So we've all got beers. Um, we're, we're kind of chugging away on those. So a couple of things for us to talk about. We're going to talk about Funk Fest, uh, which is fast approaching in a moment. Um, first of all, Matt, um, the bear, you are an award winner. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I wasn't expecting that then, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, like I wasn't expecting the award, in fact, if I'm absolutely honest. Um, so what was you, the what was the award? Well, I better read it actually. But it's the um, Boozer of the Year 2021. So um, an account called Pint Sheffield, Pints of Sheffield, did um, a bit of a poll to find out who um, the, the favourite pub was uh, in around Sheffield. Oh, hang on. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, it's just had to turn away number two. I'm so upset. No, he didn't touch the handle. He can't. He, he <laughs> oh, he just did. did, he, did, he, did he indica- I he thought he was handle. asking uh, whether you were open tomorrow. <laughs> well, I can tell you. <laughs> he's been in a few times before. <laughs> right. And he's we're, drank we're a beer. So. Is so that two number, then? That's two. The, the number no that none of us have got. Oh. No one oh, had two. Nobody had two. I thought they were. So, no. We're in no man's land at the really moment. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure beckoning people over is uh, <laughs> quite the wisest <laughs> move. I didn't beckon, I pointed. Well, you, <laughs> Laura, you need one more to win. So oh, you I, I didn't. I, I was trying to block away. him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we did slightly cut you off in your prime there. Yeah, sorry. Matt, no, with the drama just, of someone potentially yeah, in the door. It was, well, this it was is live commentary. Really have a Matt, it's, it's live commentary, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, anything can happen right This is what people listen to this podcast for. It's not talking about beer, is it? Um, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so basically, um, the first I heard about it was somebody mentioned me on Instagram, and when I looked at the post, it was uh, a, a, this Pint Sheffield account was asking for, you know, post your favourite pubs, and we'll do a top 32, and then there'll be a knockout competition. And after somebody commented the first time, my comment was, I'll get nowhere near this, but it's really nice to, you know, that you've mentioned me alongside I think she put like dead donkey on there bar stewards and things like that so I was pretty amazed to be sort of in that little crowd and even to be considered a boozer because I didn't you know intended to open a um a beer shop at one point but it's kind of moved away from that little but yeah then it it sort of rolled on and on and uh shortest version of that really ever but ended up somehow winning it with a, a really sort of good good following and you know a lot of interest and Quite, it was quite exciting to be honest. It's got a football theme, aren't it? It was like an FA, yeah, FA, yeah. FA Cup draw, wasn't like, it? Yeah, you it and the like Pangolin were, were a real early battle. Yeah, the first it? round against the Pangolin was definitely the toughest and closest, and honestly, the most fun. It was just really enjoyable. It was good, good bit of banter, good laugh because the Pint Sheffield guy started a, a group chat with a, a, the three of us. So uh, there was all sorts going off in there that you know we, we didn't we didn't actually put on on our, either of our Instagrams. But um, yeah, it was. 
I just I was blown away by the support and after I'd I'd pangolin and then got Rutland Arms it just went crazy really obviously Rutty's one of my favourite boozers ever yeah probably the um, and yeah just to to you know knock out some big names like a Thornbridge pub and a, a one of the True North pubs blew my mind to be honest so I really humbled by the support it was amazing um, but still you know got my feet on the ground whether whether I think I'm the the best boozer in Sheffield you know I'm not 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 really on board with that yet but it was amazing to get the support and people getting behind the little guy and the new guy so yeah. I'm really grateful it was just just when a great experience when did you open uh, the 23rd of June right so, so that, not I quite mean, four months old fairly remarkable in in yeah. you know just I think for most places just surviving six months is, yeah. a, is an achievement yeah. so to um, you know, to win something like that that was a public vote is uh, is is really stunning. So yeah, and that's I mean that's really that. one of the things I am really really proud of is that it was a sort of a public vote and not just a sort of nomination by somebody and and how many people got behind it and you know friends were involved and people like you know voting and liking and sharing and you know Instagram followers ticking up and people coming in recently saying they've seen it on the pints thing it's it's just brilliant to be honest it's awesome. it's great for me as a new business yeah no it's good that i think it's 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 fabulous and uh, just great to help you with that exposure as well so yeah, that's 100%, uh, that's yeah. top notch really grateful good for stuff it. well done well done thank you uh, let's talk funk fest i'm looking at laura because uh, she knows all about it yeah oh, so hang on. is this number three? Uh, oh no it's just a random bloke walking past as you were. So next week, uh, all of next week, from the 25th of October till the 31st, there's a series of events going on around Sheffield, similar kind of format to um, the kind of Indie Beer Feast on tour um, in August and Steel City Beer Festival um, that was spread around different venues. Um, Abbeydell Brewery kind of thought, um, don't necessarily know if it's the right thing to be doing to have a load of people come into the brewery which is what we've done in previous years um but equally we've filled up a lot of the space with things like a canning line and an online shop packing area so it will be a lot more difficult for us to be able to do that anyway um and then we thought you know it's it's not something that is solely about abbeydale brewery it's about mixed fermentation in general it's about spreading the word it's about getting people involved um so we've basically uh tried to kind of facilitate various venues around Sheffield and a few outside as well um, just to have some sour beer on so we can call in it mixed fermentation mixed venue mixed media because uh, we're going to do uh, some online content and stuff like that so there's all sorts of things going on um, there's quite a few pubs around Sheffield that are going to have kegs on some of the bottle shops are getting involved with having a range of cans and various promotions on cans from all sorts of sour producers um there's guest breweries getting involved, so I know Little Earth Project have got some kegs on at Hop Hideout, um, who are also doing a cider event. Um, Alvin, who are a Belgian brewery, have got a tap takeover down at Shakespeare's. Pangolin have got Yonder Meet the Brewer and tap takeover. Um, so there's all sorts of kind of little events going on that we thought was like lower risk all round, really, for people and. Um, just a nice way to encourage people to get out, support pubs and uh, have a nice time drinking some mixed firm stuff, really. Um, and particularly, what actually, the event I'm most excited about is a non-beer event. I was going to ask you about this. Yeah, so we're going to the Cider Hole, which is a new venue down at, is it In called Crinkle? Crinkle yeah. Where Jorro is. Um which is a cider bar ran by uh, an American guy called Mike, who's great. Um, and he makes cider and has a cider bar. Uh, and he's hosting Matt from Ascension Cider, who is a cider maker and hot air balloonist. <laughs> and he's six foot 11 and he's brilliant. And he knows so much about cider and his ciders read like an innocent smoothie on the sound of on the side of the one can. more inch absolutely Just great <laughs> one more inch and it had been seven one james maybe you can have your first james. ever cider so um so i'm really looking forward to that um <laughs> i've so had cider before adam that you'd never drunk cider yeah so i'm looking forward to that it's mainly based around next week um but then there's kind of things going on 
uh, you know, after that as well, like uh, there's a event at the Bear on the 12th of November. Yep. So a couple of weeks after um, most of the kind of bits and bobs going on. But as we said last year, we did it virtually. Funkfest is for life, not just for Halloween. Will they all be getting so. goat, um, Scott, um, the goat thing? The 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 IGUs. <laughs> yeah, G-U. because really because I've noticed you sneaked it onto the, the cans, haven't you? Yeah. It's like a little, like, it's little. like a hot and cold bar yeah. with a little goat and how, yeah. how goaty how it is. How funky is this beer? You have to send some um, literature around all yeah. the uh, venues and how to yeah. sticker up the beers. So, uh, so yeah, there's all sorts going on. Um, there's a full list on the blog post on the Abdel Brewery website. They're still getting updated, really, because... Kind of different venues and things are getting involved, but uh, it's just kind of low-key, nice and chilled, nice little selection of events going off over the next few weeks, really. Sounds perfect. Sorry, okay. that, I rambled okay. on there, didn't I? Sorry. No, it's good, it's good to hear about it all, I think. Um, <laughs> it was an excellent detail. Looking forward to it. Right, let's, uh, let's talk about our beers. Adam's was poured first. Yeah, you really. Before? Yeah. Um, I, like I say, you know, I, I think we must have had it couple of years ago and it must have first kind of come out or maybe I think it was their first beer under that brand because of the change be. from it feels like it's been around forever doesn't it change from Sentinel to um, Triple Point yeah it's really good I think all, I, I've just got like a new appreciation of their beers not that I ever didn't like them but because they're all gluten free I've just kind of gone through them I've been drinking a lot of different different bits and bobs um, so yeah just to come back to this it's just quite clean and classic nice strength just it's just yeah, it's, I don't think it's a beer that anybody would turn their nose up at, really. I think it's just pretty solid. If you saw that on a bar as a permanent line, I think you'd kind of, it'd be, it'd be a nice one to kind of go back to, yeah. So, yeah. Thumbs up, Good. then. Yep, thumbs up. I mean, the the treats are going to be thumbs up, aren't they? That's kind of, that's a that's a given. It's the reviews of the tricks that you, that you want, isn't it, Sean? Is your thumb up there at the moment? That's just the way I hold my microphone. <laughs> no, because I'm looking at you. Properly. Um, how do, I've been how watching do I, you pursing your, your lips your every Belgian time you drink How do I pronounce this? Westmile. Westmile. That's I'm not a Belgian expert. It. I've been a Bruges a few times. So not I like the freaks and the muscles. But okay. um, Westmile. It's lovely. Oh. It's really, really nice, yeah. It's absolutely not what I would go for. And my first couple of mouthfuls, I was thinking, not, I'm not sure about this. Um... Because it is a more acquired taste, isn't it? And it has to kind of take over your palate a bit. You have to sort of acclimatise yes, to it. You have to and give once it you get up. past that point, and some of the flavours start to come out, and actually all the flavours are in it, that kind of like dark, dried fruit kind of stuff is all stuff that I don't go for. Mm. Um, so it was up against it, but I think once my mouth kind of settled down... Um, because it's not it's not overpowering at all. It's all it's all very balanced, and it's quite um, gentle in the way that it kind of throws those, those flavours at. Over seven percent as well. Seven so percent, yeah. And I, yeah I'm not yeah. sure. I, I, there's not been any point where I've thought, oh, this tastes a little bit boozy. Yeah, but I suppose nowadays seven percent is not it, even that boozy. You've just it, poured you just poured the the second part out, and it's lost its condition really uh, really quickly. It looked beautiful when it had got that little head on there. So it must be your. Your lip gloss must just be affecting the uh, <laughs> the glass there. It's lipstick, mate. Oh, excuse me. Uh, but no, I think you get a big thumbs up for that. Nice it's, one. It's, Cheers, James. It's well out of my comfort zone, but it's really, really nice. I think I agree with what you said, though. I think with Belgian beers, I think you need to climatise to it, I think. Like, you do, yeah. yeah. No, I'll happily drink them, but I never go for them. Something afterwards as yeah, well, the first mouthful can just be a little bit of a face a face pull sometimes, can't it? I never to feel... Houstonous. Jim likes Belgian beers more than I do, mm. and I never feel in the mood f- to have one. Mm. But then, if we share one, I'm always like, "All oh, right." And then, as soon as I start drinking it, I'm like, mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> "Delicious!" Yeah. Uh, Matt, so you had the 11% scoop. Um, what is it called? Scoop. Mm-hmm. Scoop mint. Mint chocolate chip mint ice chocolate cream chip. black IPA. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Uh, and to be fair, we've all had a little bit of it, and. Uh, I think it's lovely. What did you think? Yeah, I love it. It's really nice. Right on my street, that. So definitely a good treat. Um, I do love Wonder Beyond beers. You know, big, big dark beers or anything. You could probably tell by looking over there, really. But yeah. I, I do uh, do have a fondness for IABV dark beer. Um, this one, actually, I, even though I suggested to you that I'd got some in the fridge, I think it'd be better room yeah. temp. 
definitely. I agree. Um, but I can't leave it alone, so I'm still drinking it now. It gives but it that more of a uh, the cool the, the, the slight coolness to it. Gives it more of an ice creamy feel, maybe. That's but, yeah. But I agree. The mint comes uh, through better at colder temperature, I think. Yeah. But then the you know the chocolate's going to come through nicer it if it was warmer. I think that's the great thing about drinking that kind of beer, though, isn't it? Because as mm. you as you go down, particularly in a can, as you get down it it does kind of change character a, mm. a bit and it's almost like a different beer by the time it's kind of reached room temperature yeah and that's absolutely. amazing mm, I think what's, what's your favorite oh, big boozy stout then I'm, I'm i'm looking at your wall and you you have probably my favorite ever beer on that on that right hand shelf well i'd say can i give a top three from over there Go is on. that okay it's a bit of a cop out um the malt garden the bottom row Iceman interview, really nice, absolutely brilliant. I think the first time I bought a malt garden was from you, actually. Um, it wasn't that one. It was more vanilla, more vanilla, more mm-hmm. vanilla. Is that a Pinta yeah. collab? And Zygote, absolutely love a Zygote. I was thinking uh, James was going to say so, Zygote, and he said his, or, or three, is James going to say three bean? And Solid caramel, chocolate chip cookie. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong in that list. What is not to However, the other day... I usurped them both with the Sorry Shadow Game 10. Top row, the middle of the three uh, gold ones. Um, it's butterscotch and cookies and cream, bourbon barrel aged, absolutely stunning. Really nice. Um, I had it on a bit of a celebration S- night. Swedish? Swedish? Sorry, uh, Estonian. Estonian. I think it's all done in Tallinn, but I yeah. had something about that they were actually brewing in Hungary the other mm. day as well. But um, yeah, it's... That was amazing. I mean, there are three in that variety of others, a Tonka and Pecan, I think, and a, an Irish coffee. I expect they're amazing as well. So, um, whenever, yeah. When someone says the word Tonka, me and Laura make that same noise. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, James? Go on, what's, is it, it, is three is it three bean? Yeah. <clears throat> I love three beans now. And every time I have it, I forget how nice it is. I'm like, oh, this is just brilliant. Can I, if you fancy a stouty time, can I just recommend the No Country Stouty over time. on the far mm. left as well? Because that's garage, isn't it? That one. Yeah. And uh, that is, I've only had it in a 750ml bottle, and that's a much more approachable 330ml can uh, that's <laughs> on the shelves in here, but it is absolutely delicious. James, we, we could have a live save here tonight. We have one, unless somebody saved it while we've been going through the show, we have, of the 12 bottles that we had left, we have one um, left of the um, bourbon, uh, excuse me, Tennessee whiskey. Uh, barrel aged cherry three bean um, but it's 21 quid so I'm not going to put any pressure on you and that's, uh, that's a bottle that's in bottle I've, I've had the barrel aged cans bottle let's continue this conversation <laughs> <laughs> Black um, Forest mates rates whose beer have we not Ooh. talked about we've not talked about Laura's beer uh, I really like mine as well um, it's clean it's no nonsense. It's really d- it is bitter, but not in a unbalanced way. Um, I think Dave's done a really good job on that. That smell, I don't it's know. Really okay, nice. I, I can, you know, that yeah, smell. Yeah, there's, there's a little bit left me, in the that, can if anybody would like just, to try some. That's Ooh. that's just beery perfection smell. A real, it's got a real I mean, like biscuity dang, sort dang, of smell yeah, there. Yeah. So it's a uh, lemon drop hops in the dry yeah. hop, which isn't isn't a hop I'm that familiar with really but yeah it's just um, it's just really nice like the it's somehow really really bitter but it, all that does is make you want to drink more mm, of it mm. it's very very Moorish Dave used to be like the, he used to brew always very bitter stuff then all of a sudden start just drinking sours yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> like almost overnight yeah Him and it's nice were, to see him still uh, doing all it all the uses of uh, modern American hops mm. and uh, so that they always sort of try and go back to that at some point. Yeah. So, so I think is that house. is that is that ticks all the way around then for Sean? Yeah. Well done, Sean. It's almost and like I you'd picked a nice beer for myself as well. So Are you happy with that? I've nicked it already. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. beautiful. That's, good. That's a five hundred mil can as well, isn't it? You've got yeah, you. yeah. I'm a big boy now. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> What's ABV on this one? <laughs> Ten. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Ten. Some left it bottom at can. There's no, me showing off like an absolute hard uh, man, and I've still got some left in can. What a bonus! And <laughs> no one's going to win the sweepstake. No, I, we're going to we're going to end on then, two. There are, there are, there are Unless a someone enters in the next minute, then um, 
we're all going to miss out. So there's there's no there's no gold star for anyone. Do we round up or down? Is that just no, we're all last, failures. That's the truth. Oh, it looks like it likes an ale. So, if you were the man with the red jacket and walking stick and silver hair <laughs> and a slight limp, you've just <laughs> missed out on uh, Matt winning that one or Jim. Who would have won that? If, for uh, it would have been Laura. Laura. It would have yeah. been Laura. Oh. It's coming back. No, it's not. <laughs> Right, uh, Matt, thank you very much for having us, particularly on the night that you would normally be closed and probably enjoying yourself a lot more than drinking beers with us. Um, so uh, much appreciated and congratulations on the uh, award and um, all the best for the coming months and all the best for 2022. I hope it's um, I hope things continue to, oh, to thrive for you. I apologise, I apologise. Two people stood outside. We are not, finished we're not yet. claiming we this yet. This, could be. this is a proper loiter. Oh, he's going to try it. He's going to try it out. So that's two and a half. His hands on this. His hands on it. Yes. His hands on it. Very sorry, mate. I don't look. Can't believe that. What a moment. Did that just happen? Yeah, yeah. This is a magic injury time. I don't know that, guys. Have they gone away yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gone. Oh, well. I saw his fingers just gently grasp in the brass handle. In time (laughs) added on after injury time. To be honest, we could just be making all this stuff. That's a brilliant win. It's that lengthy preview of Funkfest I did that (laughs) (laughs) said. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. What a finish that was. eh? John Motson would have probably uh, described it better than all of us. Martin Martin Tyler had a goalgasm going on. That's a horrible word. Colgasm. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? No, and I never want to hear it again. <laughs> if we had a, if we had a football conversation in here when that guy came to the door, it would have been goalgasm. It would have been last minute goalkeepers come up for the that's incredible for the corner. Yeah, and, that uh, were Jimmy Glass. And, and grabbed, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Glass, Glass for Carlisle, wasn't it? They were or, going out at football league. Reference: Mark Crossley, Sheffield Wednesday versus Southampton. Oh it, no, it were better than that. I've got no idea it? what any of you are talking about. <laughs> I heard of Jimmy Glass. You look, no, you go on YouTube when you get home. Jimmy Glass. Do you know Glass. what? I haven't. So type it in and watch it's, that goal. It's, it's Remarkable. Special. Carlisle, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. They were going out of the football league. Yeah. They, they were. They were going out. There you go. Cheers, Jimmy. Good night. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for your uh, company, and we will be back with you at another venue in November. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Cheers, Bye. Matt. <laughs>